What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ball with Fault podcast. This is the first episode. I have been sitting on this for a little bit too long now, but I'm glad I'm. Uh, I took the initiative to start this. Um, this is going to be a hub for everything basketball, basketball news, rumors, trades. Uh, what have you um, I'll be asking questions to the public um, I'll be giving my own takes on on the latest news my predictions all that good stuff um, I'm excited uh, and yeah I mean let's get into it so the the, the main news today in the NBA is that Carmelo Anthony has officially signed with the Houston Rockets. It feels like it's been forever uh, that that was supposed to happen. It's like everyone knew he was going to the Rockets, so it was never, like, official. But today, the day has come. And with that news, along with that, there have been rumors that Mike D'Antoni has said that Carmelo Anthony will be coming off the bench. Something that Carmelo has publicly stated he is not willing to do. Um, this is a different situation than OKC. Um, maybe he will at some point accept the fact that maybe he does need to come off the bench. Personally, I don't think that is a good idea because I think Carmelo Anthony has been greatly underrated. I would say mostly last season, maybe, you know, last two years. I think he's been greatly underrated. And I'm not saying that this is the Carmelo Anthony we've seen in in past years in New York and Denver. He is past his prime. That is for sure. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying that Carmelo is still a great offensive weapon for any team. And talk about, you can talk about, you know, the ISO ball and he's a ball hog, all of that. That guy can get you buckets buckets better than a lot of people in the NBA and I think whichever team has Carmelo uh, is, is a lucky team to have him granted uh, in the game of basketball it's not all about buckets you have to play on the other end of the floor as well and I think that's where most concerns come from what is he going to do on the defensive end Especially considering that the Rockets have lost two two-way players in uh, Trevor Ariza and Luke Mbamute. Um Obviously, the defense is going to drop now with Melo replacing those two. But I really think the offense is gonna it is gonna increase. It's gonna get better thanks to to Melo and I think the his offensive game outweighs the the defense especially now that he has Chris Paul on his side 
Um, Chris Paul, obviously a pass first point guard, a pure point guard. And, you know, this might be just a detail, but the fact that CP3 and Carmelo are already friends, I feel that there's already a, a, a connection there. And I think they're going to mesh well together. Um, but then again, it, it all depends on Carmelo. What is he willing to do? What role is he willing to accept? Is he going to accept coming off the bench? Which actually may be a good idea for him because he can just, you know, let CP3 and James Harden, James Harden, uh, the reigning MVP, you know, you let them do their thing. You come on for them and you do yours. Whatever ISO, ISO ball you want to run or whatever on, on the low block, mid-range from outside, he can score from anywhere. So if you want that liberty to be able, you know, to be mellow, mellow we all know, I think coming off the bench might be a good option. But if he does um, want to be a starter, I think he's going to accept, he has to accept that, He's not going to be the first option. He's not going to be the second option. Most, like, most likely going to be third or fourth. You know what I'm saying? I, I think even he might be a, a fourth option behind Capella. That might be a little bit of a stretch, but that James Harden and, and Clint Capella picking role is nasty. I don't care what you have to say about that. But then again, Carmelo being... A, personally, I don't think he should be a fourth option behind him. But I think it's something that is very likely to happen. But anyways, um, he's going to have to accept that he's not the same Melo. And, you know, his 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 production on offense is, is going to drop. And I don't know if he's okay to accept that. Because in, in this Mike D'Antoni offense, obviously... Um, it's, it's, it's a bit more, it's a free offense, but Carmelo's not going to have the ball most of the time. So I think when he does go, get those touches, whether it's coming from CP3 or James, I think he has to be ready, you know, he has to become more of a, a catch-and-shoot player rather than than ISO Melo. Um, you know, people always talk about he, he has to be Olympic Melo, something he should have done in, in OKC. I don't think in OKC, um, you know, with other with two other ball dominant players, I don't think that was a good a good fit. Looking back on it, um, but now he has a pass for pass first point guard in CP3, uh, and it's not like James Harden doesn't like passing the ball either. He'll get you thirty easy on any given night. But he's he's a willing passer as well, so I think you have two playmakers that are gonna be able to, you know, get you easy buckets. But he again, he just has to accept accept that role. Um, you know, it's it's hard sometimes for uh, a star player like him, like a, a Hall of Famer, really. Um, that that's no discussion. Carmel Anthony will be a Hall of Famer. Um, but it's hard for a a Hall of Fame caliber player, you know, who's always been, you know, the guy from 
from high school to 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 this day like he's always been the guy he's always been the best team uh the best player on his team you know aside from from okc last year um you might even argue that the uh, i forget when Porzingis was drafted he was drafted in 2015 uh some people argue that Porzingis was better than and Carmelo in I guess the 16-17 season um, yeah that's up for debate but my, my point is that he's been the man for most of his life and for people to ask him to not be what he has been his whole life that is not an easy it's not an easy thing to transition into and the reason why I think this year he'll have a better season than he had in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma City, um, I think now that he's had that year to, you know, of, of trials and tribulations, you know, alongside Russ and, and PG, I think now he realizes that oh man I don't think I'm that guy anymore I'm still one nasty mofo and you know I I know how to play ball <laughs> you know what I'm saying like he, he he's a, a bona fide scorer like that's what he does um, I think he, he, he still knows that and I think he still has that belief but I think now he knows that he has to like chill a little bit and be like, okay, and it's it's time to it's time to step down. Um, I hope he's come to that realization, um, but I think just pe- people are are so easy to 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 criticize him for for wanting to play ISO that much and always uh, wanting the ball and wanting to be the man. It's not easy to just be like, oh, okay, like, um, like I'm, I'm done. Like, it's not easy to accept the fact, and that's in a lot of things in in life. Whatever, um, I guess I, I don't know if this is, this is a the best example, but I'll go ahead with it. Millions and millions of people around the world have hoop dreams. Or they, they want to play soccer, they want to play hockey, you know, they want to be professional athletes or whatever, right? Yet only 1% makes it. And it's like, you you work, you work, you work, and you have these big dreams and you're convinced you're going to make it. You know, this is when you're a kid, when you're a teenager, fast forward, you're now like, I don't know, late 20s, early 30s, might be 40, 50, whatever. And look, you look back and like, ah, damn, like, like I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not that guy. Like some, some guys, really, you, you have to come to that realization at some point. But it's not that easy, especially if you're devoted to something for so long. So it's like there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of kids that are convinced that they're gonna go to the NBA. Or they're gonna play with the Yankees or the freaking Patriots or whatever. Like they're convinced, but it's like 
at some point they're, they're gonna realize that it's not like it's not gonna happen because again one, only one percent makes it so uh i i hope y'all get the point i'm trying to make here it's just that it's not that easy i think we have to be a little bit you know more compassionate to have a little bit more uh you know sympathy towards towards carmelo um but yeah like i said this this is going to be a good year for him not to not compared to a prime mellow but i think we will get what we were expecting in okc from him we're going to get that in houston and then some because i think with D'Antoni's system and his offense and again that's depending on if he starts or uh, if he comes off the bench I think he's still going to be a very very productive player and uh, yeah so that's that that was my thoughts on uh, Carmelo Anthony uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this um, I'll try my best to upload every day um, no, right now I'm on vacation, uh, school starting in like a week or so. Um, so I don't really have any excuses until then to not, uh, upload, uh, a, a podcast, uh, upload an episode. Um, but you know, even when school starts, I, I, I can find the time to do this and, um, you know, I'm going to try and grind this out. Um, uh, yeah, that's that. <laughs> I, I didn't really know what else to add. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I'll see you guys next time. Until then, uh, just remember, we ball together, we fall together. All right, peace.